Hi Nick, it's Jen here from Boss Babe Philosophy. I just want to quickly call in and say thank you for applauding the segment and I just had a quick look at your station and some of the music's pretty awesome and I hope you're having an awesome weekend. Hey man, it's those meaningful words. I just wanted to call in and uh, thank you for echoing um, a call-in of mine. Um, I'm, I'm guessing you like the content that I, uh, that I put in that and uh, what I had to say. Um, I hope that uh, you can stay tuned to my station and I hope that you can just keep keep on listening and uh, take the time to hear what I have to say. Um, really liking your content and uh, your station. Keep it up, brother. Nick, this is Z. I am totally down for a call. I'm a little swamped right now, but you are number one on my list to connect with. So keep me in queue, brother. I'll be talking to you soon. Shout out to We Live on a Planet. I just had to give you a shout out to call you here to listen to this next song because I think it's something that you might want to start playing on your show regularly. I believe it was you that showed me the MMA beast mode, and I am happy to play that over and over and over every time I talk fights. But I thought I would reach out to you and show you this next thing because I just listened to it and I'm like, man, Planet needs to know about this. So, Planet, if you didn't know, now you know. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Oh, jeez, man, nothing, man. We're just hanging out and stuff. You want to get hurt? Don't be scared, Luis. Stop it, Nick's antics inside the octagon fuck with a lot of people's heads. And Bob's like, what the fuck is he talking about? What does that even mean? Yeah, exactly. And then the entire time the fight is going on, like, what, bitch? What you gonna do, bitch? What you gonna do, bitch? And then you hit him, oh, bitch, I just stunned you, bitch. He did that quickly. Now I am the Kanga, the destroyer of girls. You're already dead! We shall never surrender, whatever the cops may be. Yeah, that's a million to fuck a I'm not Nick Diaz. I'm the Nick Diaz of Knox. Welcome to the show. Oh. My. Goodness. Who is ready for another week? Who is ready for another week of podcasting, another week of engaging, of connecting, of having some awesome conversations on the greatest app in the world, Anchor. Uh, welcome to the Nick Diaz of Knots podcast. I am freezing my butt off here in Canada. It is at least minus two degrees Celsius here. I have no idea what that is in Fahrenheit, but it's snowing. And it's snowing a lot. We're supposed to get, uh, uh, I think it's like 10 to 15 centimeters, which isn't that much in all respects of it. But it's our first big snowfall, so it is freezing here. And uh, so I was hoping to play some guitar for you guys today. Don't know if that's going to happen. My fingers are freezing. But I have an awesome show for you today. I don't know if I'm going to have any guests on because it feels like... 
Uh, the back half of every week, I have so many guests on, and it feels like I haven't done a solo episode in quite some time. Woo! With that said, last Tuesday's Nick Diaz of Knots episode with the two voiceover artists, Tiana and Antfish from the game Awesome Knots, yes, Knots from my name, is now tied with the previously held second most listened to episode of the Nick Diaz of Knots podcast, currently at 84 unique listeners. Madness. 75% of that came from the web. So big, big, big shout out to the Reddit community this week. Can't say enough good things about Reddit. And as I have not heard from anybody, any of the listeners out there, regarding the challenge I posed last week to find a subreddit that you can post to that is relevant to you or the type of person that you want to listen to your podcast uh, and make a post in it. This week, I'm going to do that for you. I'm going to go through and find, I don't know, 10 to 20 people and just send you a call in and send you the information for the subreddit and tell you that you should go post there, post a specific episode or just post your most recent episode. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, there's an R motivation, R inspiration, there's a business one, there's something out there for everybody and these people want your content, I'm telling you. You just got to bring it to them. So I'm going to do the, the investigative work for you and then what you do from there is on you. Also today, I watched a ton of movies over the last weekend and last week, and today I have to talk about at least some of them. Some racing movies, some Christmas movies, and hopefully some perspectives on these movies that you actually haven't heard or thought of before, because I haven't heard or thought of them before. So hopefully we got some uh, genuine uh, fresh ideas there. And of course, I have to talk about the main event from UFC Fresno last weekend where um, Ortega took on my man, Cub Swanson. Crazy, crazy, crazy fight. Uh, I, again, I hope to be jamming on my guitar today. If I do, I will be sending some call-ins to you people, sending some exclusive call-in songs, some Nick Diaz of Not songs. And coming up very shortly, I just got a call-in from my good friend who I was in a band with. Um, he, uh, he is out in BC right now and he just sent me some beautiful electric guitar. So shout out, shout out to what you want out there in British, beautiful Columbia. Stay tuned for an amazing show. I am currently kind of watching slash pausing and stuff. The Victoria's Secret Fashion Show from 2017. And any long-term listener of this show knows how I feel about the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. I think it is the pinnacle of at least Western culture, if not quote-unquote modern culture. And I mean that, no disrespect to anybody with that. It's just kind of how I see it. And I will explain that a little bit later. But first, I need some music. I'm freezing my butt off here, and I need to get warm. So I need to play a, 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 that's right, banger of a tune. And then, of course, I'll be right back to keep you posted on the Nick Diaz of Knots podcast. Don't be scared, homie.
Welcome back to the Nick Diaz of Knots podcast. That song, OK, is going out to my anchor brother, Katie, the OG King of the North, Kevin Touch, the host of, of course, everybody knows, Anchor Nation, new one dropping this Thursday. Go check out last Thursday's episode. Also, you just heard the guitar call in from one of my favorite guitarists, What You Want, all the way from beautiful British Columbia. Hope you're both doing good. Hope you're all doing good out there, listeners and our call-ins there. Off to a good start this fresh, fresh week, and it is snowing harder and harder with every minute. Speaking of Reddit, as I was doing before, and subreddits, one of the funniest, most profound subreddits I've come across in recent memory is a subreddit called r slash empire did nothing wrong which basically pushes an alternative narrative to the epic star wars story with a unique perspective that i will now try to pass on to you all because i didn't know about this before and if i didn't know about it you probably you might not have heard about it so when watching star wars the movie any of the movies You are rooting for Han Solo and Chewbacca to win. You're rooting for the Jedis to to beat the Siths and all that stuff. But technically speaking, they are rebels who have started a galactic war with the leaders of the universe to try to overthrow the existing powers for their own cause and leaders to to, to take charge. And that everything the quote-unquote dark side does is... And that this is what the, the subreddit promotes. Everything that the quote-unquote dark side that the Empire has done is either to preemptively prepare for the inevitable rebel attack or actively defending their bases and ships from rebel attack. The only reason you are rooting for, you know... You're, the, real, the only reason you're not on Lord Vader's side in the movie is because it's not told from his side. It's told from the Rebels' side, which is why he is so scary, because to the Rebels, he is he's a murderer, you know, but to the Empire, he's a hero. So here's the description on the subreddit, and I think it will do a little more justice than I'm doing it here. It's told from the perspective of the Empire. Regards from the Imperial Center on Coruscant, bustling center of tourism and industry. We uphold the highest standard of living here for all our Imperial citizens. Unfortunately, there are certain terrorists out there who want to destroy your way of living and quality of life. We must oppose them at all costs. Each and every one of the citizens of Alderaan knew this when they were harboring those terrorists. Thus, extreme measures were taken. I found out about this subreddit months ago, but I recently just watched two of my favorite Christmas movies and found some surprisingly similar similarities between this new subreddit and these two Christmas movies. Um, And even as I'm writing this, I think there's even more serendipitous coincidence between the two 
than I even realized. So coming up, I'm going to talk about that. I'm just running out of time, so I'm going to do one more segment, and we're going to get back to some music, okay? Okay. In the movies Home Alone and Home Alone 2, the movie tries to make you see things from the parents' perspective for the first bit of both movies, in which Kevin actually is being a pain in the butt and causing absolute mayhem and havoc in the house. But upon re-watching both of these movies recently, back-to-back actually, I've come to see this as a huge fallacy and truthfully feel that Kevin McAllister did nothing wrong in either movie to deserve what he got and his family actually treated him, actually treated him like garbage until they realized he was missing. Until again, at the very, very end of both movies, you know, when Buzz finds out his room is a mess, or his dad finds the, gets the $1,000 room service bill in NYC, and then it's like, they never fucked up by forgetting Kevin, and it's back to shitting on the piece of shit son that they hate so much. I am telling you, rewatch these movies, and if you aren't feeling bad for Kevin by the time they leave for the airport... Well, I don't know. I don't know if I should say it like that, but like, I, maybe I just have a huge heart, and I see the truth in his side now. Especially in thinking about um, our empire did nothing wrong. Um, so go check out our empire did nothing wrong, and also go watch the two Home Alone movies right now, tonight, this week. They are fantastic, and I died laughing. They, these movies are actually timeless, in my opinion. And uh, I think that's kind of a good sequitur to the conspiracy that I was talking about with these perspectives, because I, I think I knew this already, but it really hit me when I was thinking about this. Um, both Star Wars and Home Alone 1 and 2, their soundtracks were done by the man himself, John Williams. I always wondered growing up, um, what made Home Alone and Home Alone 2 kind of stand out from all the other movies, uh, other than it being a John Hughes movie. And I also watched uh, Christmas Vacation last night, which is another, it's produced by John Hughes. Very, very traditional type of movie. Um, big houses in Chicago, that's John Hughes' style. Um, but these movies, their soundtrack drives the whole movie and really puts you in the mood of however the director wants you to feel. So so in re-watching Home Alone, Home Alone 2, or Star Wars, think to yourself, the Empire actually didn't do anything wrong, and they're just defending themselves. And that's kind of the same thing with Kevin McAllister. Alright, so with that said, let's get to some more music. It's time to get us in the mood. Don't be scared, homie. Nick Diaz of Knots will be right back. The Nick Diaz of Knots. How in the hell are you? Had a blast tonight talking MMA. And uh, look forward to doing future segments with you, brother. Until next time, stay sharp, keep a tight shot group, and rock on. Holy shit. Last Tuesday's episode has now pushed into the number two spot of most listened to episodes of the Nick Diaz of Knots podcast. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you all for checking out that episode. And I hope you had as much fun listening to it as I did talking to these two awesome people from the most awesome game in the world, Awesome Knots. Which is free on Steam right now. Three listeners of this podcast have already downloaded the game since connecting with me and getting a, I'm getting a very good response from them. Uh, it is a classic feeling game, so if you enjoy a classic arcadey game, you got to check this out. I was posting some of my scores uh, from last night's games on my Insta story, so if you aren't already following me and checking out the story, Nick Diaz of Knots, all one word on Insta, go do that now and uh, say hi. Why not? Uh, also, there is a contest afoot. Want to help? You win a contest, little elf? Uh, you are on Facebook, right? I know you are, because everyone is. And guess who just signed up? The Nick Diaz of Knots. That's right. So if you go to Facebook, like and share the new Nick Diaz of Knots podcast page, and you will be entered to win a very special exclusive t-shirt that my man over in the UK, Louis Vazel, Louis Vizzle, has made up for hashtag get him to the Gary, uh, which is basically our attempt to get Louis connected with Gary Vanderchuk. The reason at least half of us are on this app. So if you want a chance to win, all you got to do is like and share my page on Facebook, and uh, you are diggity diggity done, son. Did you catch this weekend's music to bang to podcast that I did? I've decided to only do one music podcast during the weekend and not do one Saturday and another one Sunday. I'm just going to do one every weekend. But I think this one is honestly one of the better ones that I've put together. Not only because I started it off with five songs of my own from the past two weeks on Anchor, acoustic guitar songs, but I feel I kind of took you and myself on a musical journey from the depths of a song called Salvia Divinorum to the hip-hop beats of 2001, Chronic. I've already listened to this playlist front to back three times. Mostly, honestly, I started to listen to my guitar playing because I gotta be honest, I don't really enjoy listening to myself speak, but I do lis- uh, enjoy listening to myself playing guitar. So uh, I usually start to do that, and then I'm like, oh, this, this playlist is actually pretty good. And then by the end, I'm just like grooving to the hip hop beats, and I'm just like, oh man, this is dope. Uh, so I've listened to it three times. If you checked out the music podcast this weekend and thought it was awesome or enjoyed it or found some song that you enjoyed in it, send me a call in. Let me know. I love to hear from my listeners. I love to hear from my anchor fam. Listening to my own guitar, uh, I also think I'm going to try to warm myself up now. I've got a blanket on me. I've got a hoodie on now. Uh, and I'm going to try to jump on to the geet for y'all in just a little bit. But before I do that... Let's talk fights. Cub Swanson took on Brian Ortega this weekend in Fresno, California. And if you don't know what happened and you don't want to find out what happened, skip past the next segment. Otherwise, stay tuned as I will be doing something for the very first time. I will be doing a fight commentary on the final round 
of the fight between Cub Swanson and Brian Ortega. I've never done this before. I've only kind of done it by myself um, when I get some Russian commentary that's not Joe Rogan or UFC or anything like that and try to do it myself. But today I'm going to try to do it for you all on the podcast right now. So if you want to watch that fight yourself or don't want to know what happens, skip past this next one. Otherwise, let's get it on. Just to prove that I am watching the fight right now. And then I'm going to put it in the background here. Alright, the round's about to begin. Cub Swanson's already kind of looking like a cub. This is round two. What I mean by that is when Cub gets punched, his eyes kind of get shut. And uh, he, he kind of looks like a uh, bear cub. Brian Ortega is taller. He looks larger than Cub Swanson. Brian Ortega was really taking it to Cub with the um, submissions and grappling in the first round. And uh, we'll see what he does in this round here. Body kick by Ortega. Ooh, stepping elbow by Ortega on Cub. Cub with a nice punch. Missing with that kick. Cub Swanson on the offensive. Ortega looking to counter, looking to grapple. So much patience is involved in MMA and just waiting for your opponent to either make a mistake or to leave an opening for you. And sometimes you have to make those openings, make those opportunities. So sometimes you might have to fake a punch or even throw a punch, take a punch on the face in order to see one of these opportunities open up. Ooh, Ortega getting tagged three times in the in the head by strong punches by Cub Swanson. Cub Swanson, Joe Rogan says, you can always tell it's Cub. If you just saw a silhouette, you'd be like, oh, that's Cub Swanson. He fights so different than any other fighter. He was doing cartwheel kicks in his last fight with uh, Duho Choi, which was one of the fights of last year, fight of the year, I think. Unbelievable. I believe that took place in Toronto, Canada as well. Kind of just feeling it. Leg kick by Cub, Cub Swanson. A lot of people that don't watch fighting don't understand how important leg kicks are. Leg kicks can literally change a, a fight. Not only by changing somebody's movement. Oh, strong over the left by Cub Swanson. Now they're grappling. Cub doesn't want to grapple. He wants to strike. And Ortega wants to grab him and mess him up. Ooh, ooh, liver punch. Oh, Cub Swanson just taking it to Ortega. Front kick, punch, punch. Man, these guys are so tough. And one of the things in the UFC, the toughest guys, unfortunately, sometimes, oh my God. There's this move that you can do when you're moving backwards where you just surprise your opponent by like lunging forward and, and catching them off guard as they're coming forward. And that's exactly what Cub just did. Cub has been fighting, I believe this is his 30th plus fight, and Ortega is under 20 fights. So there's a huge mismatch in experience here. That being said, Ortega is undefeated, and Cub Swanson has 7 defeats under his belt. He also has 25 wins. So... Oh! 
Ortega's got the guillotine, stand-up guillotine. He's got his headlock. Basically, he's, he's wrapped his legs around. Cub has all, is taken all of his weight. Ortega is hanging off of Cub Swanson, and Cub Swanson taps. Cub Swanson taps. He doesn't even try to drop down onto the ground. He just taps from a standing guillotine, kind of a flying guillotine, turns into when Ortega leaves the ground and wraps his whole body around Cub Swanson from the front, almost like wearing a backpack reverse around the front, only that backpack is choking you with one of your arms coming out of the top of the choke. Unreal fight. Unreal round. Cub Swanson is one of my favorite fighters. He is always exciting to watch. And truthfully, I hadn't really heard of Brian Ortega. I hadn't really seen him before this fight. And that was amazing. Another undefeated fighter like Gust uh, Justin Gagey was before he met his equal in Eddie Alvarez at UFC 218. For those of you who don't watch fights, I would love to watch a fight with you just like this. I will pick a round, I will pick a fight, maybe a short fight. If you don't watch fights, but you're interested in getting on a call with the Nick Diaz of Knots and watching a fight with me, let's do it. Give me a call, add me on Instagram, let me know what's up, and I will get back to you with the time and place. On Anchor, of course. Let's get some music. Welcome back. That song, Joyride by Chevelle, goes out to the guitarist from earlier out in BC. What you want, that goes out to you, buddy. We both love Chevelle. I probably love them more. I'm just saying. Today's show of the Nick Diaz of Knots podcast marks episode 85, which is absolutely stupid to me. It is crazy to me that number is that number 100 is literally two weeks away. We have now passed 923 unique listeners of the podcast intro, and it is looking more and more that episode 100 will coincide with listener 1000. And I have no idea what I will do if that is indeed what happens. As my life joining since joining Anchor has been nothing but serendipitous and things are happening now that I would have never dreamed of before. I'm talking to people from Awesome Knots. I'm talking to boudoir photographers. I'm talking to professional musicians, people who have quit their normal jobs and have taken up music as a full-time gig. Anchor is the place for little guys with big ideas to create time capsules for the future in which we can show us breaking down barriers and expectations in the world and within ourselves as Anchor is the great accelerator of human potential and thought. I say it every time, I know I say it every time, but I truly believe it now more than ever before. Build it and they will come, but if you don't build it, there will literally be nothing for you to show them, for nothing, nothing for anybody to come find. And don't you want to have something to work on that is yours? Haven't you ever dreamed of having a hot rod in, in your garage like Tim the Toolman Taylor and just putting your heart and soul into it? That is what Anchor is for me. 
And it is exactly what it could be for you too. All you have to do is start. All you have to do is hit that big, scary red button and start. And then most importantly, once started, don't stop. Because this platform, Anchor, what we're doing here, podcasting in this new way, like so many things in life I'm seeing, it's kind of like a a perpetual motion machine or a zero energy, zero dark matter energy machine. All you have to do is get it started and then do not allow it to stop and you will arrive where you have always wanted to be. I promise you. That is a Nick Diaz of Knott's promise. Start and don't stop and you will get there. No question. No ands, ifs, or buts. I'm, I'm watching, I'm not watching anymore, but I'm, I'm looking at the final clip of the Cubs Swanson Brian Ortega fight and Cubs just on the ground on his knees kind of in disbelief of what happened and you know I take so many lessons from the the, the fights that I watched and the fighters that I, I follow in that they are putting their heart and soul into what they love to do and they understand better than anybody that you know they can lose just as much as they could win it could go and what most of them say is You know, tonight, so-and-so was a better, it was his night, or he was the better man tonight, or something like that. But they still show up. People fight with with, um, staph infections. People fight with antibiotics in their system. But they still show up, because that is half of it. The other half is starting. So what are you waiting for? Go start a podcast. I'm sure you're passionate about something. And if you don't think you're passionate about something... Give me a call in and tell me that you're not passionate about something and I'm going to get you on a call right away and we're going to find out what that passion is. I promise you. I promise you. But until then, until I get a call in, let's play some more music. I'll be right back after this next song. Nick Diaz and Knox will be back. I don't know why I just did that. Don't be scared, homies. (laughs) It has to start somewhere. It has to start sometime. What better place than here on Anchor? What better time than now? Oh, hell, can't stop us now, people. Thank you, thank you, thank you all for tuning in. Got some awesome guests for you this week. Some are returning guests, uh, returning for their second time, so be sure to check back in tomorrow. I'm not sure if they're going to be on tomorrow, but you never know. Uh, there's a big, there's two big podcast guests that I am working on getting in the next week or so. So that might be leading up to episode 1000 are those two big guests that I'm maybe even three big guests. Now that I say that there's, there's a third that I haven't talked to in a while that hasn't been on and I'm hoping to get on. So be sure to check in tomorrow to the podcast. As you know, as you know, I'm going to be keeping it locked and loaded and ready to explode every day here on the Nick Diaz of Knots podcast. Go and start your podcast right now. Do it now. Or, or listen to the next three songs that I'm going to play and then go do it. I believe in you. 
Nick Diaz of Knots on Twitter, Instagram, and like and share the podcast page on Facebook to be entered in the contest to win the Get Him to the Gary t-shirt from my man Louis Vazel over in England. I'm going to be, I think I'm warming up now, so I'm going to be doing some guitar call-ins to some people. So if you haven't gotten one in a while or you haven't gotten one, period, you might be getting one soon. Um, otherwise, I will see you tomorrow right here on anchor.fm slash Nick Diaz of Knots. See you tomorrow. Nick Diaz of Knots out.